Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, world? You are in tune to the, the uh, Cowboys Global Cast here at the FFSN Network. We are DC4L. I am here with my main man, Tom Tom. What's good, baby? Yo, yo. What's going on, man? It's been like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't think we talked since uh, since they since they've gotten to camp, have we? I think this is the first time. Yeah, no, we, we, we had camp talk for a minute, and then, you know, we left camp talk, but... You know, pretty much, um, you know, a lot of stuff is it's transpired, man, and we're gonna jump into it. But before yeah. we jump into it, I I, got, I I have to put some stuff out here. I mean, again, this is this is what we think as a team. As a team, this is how we're thinking. This is what the Cowboys is talking about, and we 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 saying it with our chest. Team goal is to win a Super Bowl or not, and it's truly a bust if we don't. And not that that's okay, but that's what our standards have to be for us to be able to to thrive and to get better in in this atmosphere and in the in uh, in the, in this world and being under the Dallas Cowboys umbrella. I guess you could say is that you have to accept that you have to accept those challenges. I've always said with great expectations come greater results. So bring them on, and we're going to try to answer that. And then so you you hear Dak say this, who's the leader of the team, and then you right behind that the back door you hear this. Message are you going to leave for Cowboys Nation as you prepare for the 2023 season? And that's for each one of you. <laughs> Let's get ready for Vegas. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> man, I'm going to see y'all in Vegas, man. If y'all uh, roulette put on Black 11. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to hit because we, we attacking everything, man. And y'all going to see the number one defense in the freaking NFL. I'm going to put it like that. So, I don't think nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> well, like they said, the Super Bowl. I want to thank you guys for coming. So, Tom, tell me, what is wrong? 
what is wrong with a team thinking Super Bowl or bust? Talk to me, man. Give me, give me your opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily. And it doesn't bother me. I guess it's just, we know that we get held to a different standard, right? Like this is a team that's under the microscope. And so sometimes I wish that they would talk a little less. Like sometimes I think, like I, I like I like most of it, and I don't think that they're doing anything wrong. And I'm glad that that's I'm glad that that's the mindset. I'm really glad that's the mindset. But sometimes I think I would just rather, if you think that it's gonna that it's gonna make headlines, then just don't say it. Like just keep it in the locker room. But I get it. I get why people like it, and I don't have a problem with it. I just. I get sick of I get sick of all the attention sometimes, man. You know, and so anytime somebody says something, I'm like, I like it, but they're gonna kill us tomorrow. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. We get attention, and this is why we get attention. Listen to this. If NBC had their choice, we would do 17 Dallas Cowboys games. <laughs> right? I, I'm not kidding. No, it I know. Is- I know. Doesn't even matter what the record is. It doesn't matter. They could be four and six. They, they we, we would take. Okay, you guys can pick any game you want this week. We'll, we'll take the Dallas Cowboys. It's insanity, but it's true. They draw the ratings. They they get it done. Um, I, I I think they're still an intriguing team. I mean, we've got them on opening night. I mean, every opening night we want the Dallas Cowboys if we can get them. If so. I mean, yeah, you know, even more than what Chris Collinsworth was saying, like that's a that's that's enough, right? Like that tells you a lot. But Dan Patrick saying, yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> Chris Collinsworth, I mean, he's an industry guy, right? But he's an ex-player. Like Dan Patrick is one hundred, like he's been an industry guy, like a heavy hitter in the industry for what thirty years, over thirty long years, time. long yeah. time, and he's just saying, yeah. Yeah. And then was it, uh, oh, who, who, Mike, uh, not Golick. What's the it's other Greeny. And, and yeah, we got yeah, that. Yeah. We we have that too. We have that. I'm, I'm going to go yeah, ahead. We need to get into that because that was second. even more telling, I thought. Yeah. I, it, let's Since you went to it, let's go ahead and play. Let's it. do it. Yeah, I, I had such it. a difficult time because I recognize that we are part of, our show is part of the, oh, my God, we talk so much about Dak Prescott and, and the Cowboys. We do. I mean, we just do because it is an, an endlessly interesting topic. Like, and we do not scrutinize every quarterback in the NFL the way we do him. If we scrutinized every pass and every play that Kirk Cousins makes in the same way that we do Dak Prescott, then we would have a very different view of him, perhaps. I mean, what, what I mean, I'm glad it? he said it. I'm glad he said it. We're, we're a draw. We're definitely America's team. It is what it is. My point my point in this whole statement is there's no getting around it. It's, it when, you, when you talk NFL football, the Dallas Cowboys is one of the first things to come up. And I'm so sorry that the rest of the world doesn't have that type of impact and influence. But we do. <laughs> no, you're not sorry. You're not sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm no, so see, like, I don't like I don't really I don't really watch those shows. Like I'm not like sitting here, oh, I'm above that. You know, I'm just I'm just pouring over the data or like whatever. Like I'm I, I, those shows are fine. It's just like some people watch those shows and actually think that they're getting informed. And it's like they don't even think they're informing you like it's just theater, right? Like they know it's theater. Like LaShawn McCoy, I'm not saying anything about what type of human being he is behind closed doors. 
It's like, and we all say he's a clown. It's like, I don't, he, I don't know if he's an actual clown, but he plays one on TV. He does. Right? He does. Like, that's what, that's, he, he, he knows he's trying shoot. to do that. He's doing yeah, it all, on purpose. Like, he enjoys when, when, when we say, when, when we get upset. Yeah, when we get upset and we say LaShawn McCoy is a clown, he's laughing over there and counting his money, right? Like, that's what he wants. Um, yeah. And yeah, you watch that stuff, you're not, it's just, you're not getting a clear picture of like what's going on with really any of these teams, much less the Cowboys. Like it's just, it's all, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, they're just trying to make money. Like that's it. Absolutely. They're just trying to get views and clicks. That's what it's all about. And we're in the news again. We're in the news. Trey Lance is a Dallas Cowboy. Um, So Trey Lance was traded to the Cowboys for a fourth round pick. And um, he has now became our third quarterback on our roster, um, and Will Greer has been let go. Uh, I, I'm going to say this, you know. Uh, yeah, poor one. You know what? First and foremost, I'm going to ask you: What is your opinion? What is your opinion of this trade, and how do you feel about it? Uh, I haven't quite wrapped my mind around it yet. To be completely honest, like it's sort of. I mean, like I was kind of saying earlier with the, the guys kind of talking a little too much sometimes in, in my mind. Um, I, I want to avoid the distractions as much as possible. But, like, I mean, they basically – like, f- fourth rounder isn't quite pennies, but, like, it's pretty close to it, right? Um, so, I think – it's like a guy with that kind of pedigree, like, you don't – you don't throw him in there for four or five, six games or whatever it was that he's played, um, you know, and then just give up on him, right? And I'm not saying that the 49ers shouldn't have given up on him and shouldn't trade him or that they were even giving up on him. Um, but that's a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl, like, right now, and they look at Trey Lance and at the very least, you know, see a guy who's not going to help them do that right now. Um, and I don't – I haven't quite wrapped my mind around how it makes sense for this team because Dak is going to get a zillion dollars next offseason. Like, D- Dak has it, – it, we need to go ahead and just get that out of the way, right? Like, Dak, this does not represent any threat to Dak whatsoever. Like, the only way that it makes sense to me is if they were like, hey, we're not really that crazy about Cooper Rush and we would – hey, it would be nice to have, you know, a backup that – you know, we could develop and could maybe be a guy that, you know, if Dak were to go down, like we could still, you know, win a lot of games with. It's just like, yeah, we just, we want to groom him as Dak's backup for the next five, six years. Because that's, that's, he's not going to take Dak's job. They're not, because Dak is about to like break the bank. And the reason he's going to break the bank is because he's count, he's, he's got a $60 million cap figure next year. And so they, uh, Cowboys cannot afford that, right? Like, they can afford to pay him that money, but they can't afford to absorb that kind of cap hit. So, like, they have to they have to negotiate a new deal. And Dak has a no-tag clause in his contract. So, they can't, like, you know, they, they can't just, like, I mean, obviously, they wouldn't be able to tag him next next offseason anyway. But, like, there's not there's not a point, you know, in the future where they were going to, where they would be able to tag him. Uh, he's got a no-trade clause. So, it's just, like, he's, he has all the leverage and they're going to pay him a zillion dollars next offseason. Like, they're going to have to. Um, yeah, and, and and I like what you said. It, it, and I said it. It's it's not – it was a depth move, not a Dak move. 
Trey Lance is 23, right? He's Still training with uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback coach, who actually lives in, in Texas, Dallas area. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And this is something that he can actually do to get himself better. And he's going to be sitting behind one of the NFL's best quarterbacks. So he's going to have the opportunity to learn behind Dak, who still, you know, got at least five years to go. That's yeah. still five, at least five years of, of you know, good stuff you're going to get from Dak Prescott. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, this, this, this was an insurance move on both uh, Dak's arm, his body, his, his, his everything, yeah. and his contract. Because, you know, if we can't get a deal done, guess what? We have an insurance policy that in two years should be ready to go. So, I mean, honestly, I I, I think it was more of a depth move than a Dak move. I like yeah, it. I, I, I think you're right, too, that he – I think this is a good situation – or a better situation for him. Um, you know, it's a change of scenery. I think there will be lower expectations. I think as long as he was in San Francisco, it was always going to be, why aren't you that guy yet, right? And no one's expecting him to be – there's no expectation that he, you know, comes in and, you know, beats Dak out of his job. Like, there's no expectation that he comes in and, and does that. He can just develop at his own pace. There's no expectation for him to beat Cooper Rush. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right. literally, he could just kick back and, you know, throw his feet yeah. up and learn. And that's yeah, that, we, that's it's a, it's a lottery yeah. ticket, right? Like, we just bought a lottery ticket. Like, that's what we did. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm good with it. I'm good with it, Tom Tom. So here, here's here's another question. Here's another question for you. Um, I, I hate that. Like I said, everything we do is news. Everything we do is news. So the fact that Jerry didn't inform Mike or he didn't inform Dak, um, you know, and, and Stephen clearly said on the broadcast that, you know, they went through the channels after the fact you know, before it was a done deal, um, you know, and then when it was a done deal, you know, everybody found out. I hate the fact that, that people are saying, oh, because Jerry, Jerry didn't tell Dak, there's some rift between them. And, oh, Jerry didn't tell Mike. That's clearly telling Mike McCarthy that this is not your team, it's mine. Come on, dude. Come on. I mean, the front offices do this all the time. Front offices are doing what front offices do. Right. If it's a window to get a deal done, they're going to get the deal done and holler at you later. Um, how do you feel about this whole rigmarole that we having to go through about Jerry Jones not informing anybody? Don't care at all. I think he told the people he needed to tell. And I mean, I don't think Dak cares. I don't think I don't I just don't think that they're trying to go out and get a guy to replace Dak. Like, that's just I'm even seeing stuff about like that that Dak doesn't like the Joneses and stuff and that they don't that the that the Joneses don't like Dak like personally. Um and I just I don't get that at all. Like, you know, the Joneses, like they've always like I mean, Jerry Jones is a businessman, right? Like he is, first and foremost. But like we just seen so many there's just been so many times where like, I feel like he pretty clearly demonstrates that like, yeah, I'm a businessman, but like, I actually do care about the players and I would like to see them get paid, you know, and to be paid like what they're worth. Like he's trying to put a, he's trying to put, you know, a winning team on the field. And I mean, I think he has some understanding that you can't just give everybody what they want. And so, yeah, I mean, like Dak has negotiated like, or his agent at least like has been, 
has you know driven they they've driven a hard bargain right and like more power to them but like i don't see why it to me it never got it never got nasty i never really saw any real animosity it's just like this is this is just this is business right and so i don't i think it's just people just trying to drum up animus you know fake animus you know between between dak and the team um and you know Jerry being Jerry and doing something dumb like that's always a that's always a good headline right like even in Dallas right because I mean half the fan base at least hates him um, yeah at least half I mean in in I mean I don't it's hate fake. him it's, it's nothing there's nothing there in my opinion yeah, I don't hate him I just think he makes bonehead moves sometimes you know <laughs> uh, like forcing us to go through a, a whole season without with just one wide receiver that was the dumbest thing ever yeah um, no he's just he, he's crazy Uncle Jerry right yeah like he is but. He, it, you love him, proof. like he's a knucklehead sometimes. And it's proof that he loves the the his employees. Look at how he cried when Deuce Vaughn got selected to the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? He cried. He was in the he was in the room crying, um, talking about Deuce. And this is a guy, you know. I mean, he 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 genuinely cares. Everybody says G, uh, Jerry genuinely cares, right? And he may care too much. And that's why, you know, he paid people that don't necessarily need it to be paid. Miles Austin got a ton of money from the Cowboys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But Jerry cares, you know? And that's yeah. why it is. That's why you have lifetime Cowboys, really. If you, if you really right. want to think, that's why you have lifetime Cowboys. Because they were taken care of when they were a Dallas Cowboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and, and kind of switching gears, man, moving the 53 man roster. I am so anxious. So anxious to hear yeah. Tom's 53 man roster. Mine, real quick, is, you know, uh, has already been put out there, but I'll say it again. I think we keep three quarterbacks. I think we keep uh, five wide receivers. I think we keep four tight ends. I think we keep nine linemen. Uh, I think we keep uh, nine defensive linemen. Uh, six linebackers and 11 defensive end. I mean, 11 uh, cornerbacks, right? And so I'm going to let Tom jump in, and I'm going to let Tom cook. Who you think makes this 53-man roster? Okay, three quarterbacks, Dak Rush Lance. So that's that's a given. Three running backs, Pollard, Deuce, and Rico. I think, I think that's pretty much the consensus at this point. You know, I think we kind of came into camp you know, wondering, like, is it Malik? Is it Rico? You know, is Lipke going to shine? Um, and I feel like pretty much every, you know, the, the expectation across the board is that it's going to be these three guys. Like, I think there are some people that think it's possible that they carry four, but, like, that's the top three. Like, Malik's getting cut. Like, R Rico leapfrogged Malik, I think, in everybody's eyes. Um, and, you know, it was really cool, too, because I, I feel like that just starting in game one, preseason game one, that we all really got to see, like, why, you know, why it was that we've been hearing for two years that, you know, that the coaches really liked Rico. Um, because, I mean, he I, he looks like, I mean, I, I really like him a lot. I like him a lot. Like, if 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 Pollard went down um, and they still wanted to keep, you know, they wanted to keep Bond in kind of a, you know, eight to ten carry role, um, I think Rico – um as a bell cow like i think you were I, I think you can handle that anyway i'm spending too much time on the running backs uh I, I'm, I'm i'm keeping six wide receivers and the reason being is because turpin is one of those and i just feel like he's completely unproven like at the position like i don't know if you can really 
rely on him. I know that blocking in the slot, like that's not when you're evaluating receivers, like that's not the first like skill that you look at, but it's one that's you, you kind of need to be able to do a little, right? If he's going to play in the slot, like he needs to be able to block somebody. Otherwise it's just like, it's going to, it, that, that by itself can just like kill your outside running game. Right. And Turpin gets destroyed in the slot. Um, and so to me, he looked, he looked okay at times at wide receiver in the preseason, but I just, I'm not sold until I see it in the regular season. So I'm not comfortable only carrying five wide receivers knowing that he's going to be one of them. Um, so CD cooks, Gallup, Tolbert, uh, Turpin, and then Jalen Brooks. And I don't, I feel like that Simeon Jalen is pretty close between the two of them. Um, but Jalen's two years younger and Simi's had two years where he couldn't stay healthy. And so it's just, I'll take the guy who you've got, you know, two more years of control, you know, over and you can kind of, I don't, I mean, Simi, he's had, he's had three years to, uh, to establish himself and just hasn't. So I'm, I'm letting him go. Uh, four tight ends, Ferguson, Schoonmaker, Hendershot, McEwen. Uh, offensive line, I got nine oh, guys. You're cutting Hunter. You're cutting Hunter Lipsky. Yeah, and he'll make it to the practice squad. Like that's the guy this year that everyone says, "Oh, he's not making it to the practice squad," and then he does. Like he'll clear waivers. It's fine. Like why? He's not going to get. You're not going to use him. He's not going to play. I don't. So there's. There, okay, so here's the thing: is that like it's just not a premium spot, right? And like we've got. I mean, we've got 10, 11 DBs that, like, you you don't want to let any of them go, right? And I don't want to let any of these corners go that we have. I don't want to I don't want to let Isaiah Land go. Like, I think tomorrow, if you had a if we had a game tomorrow, and you said, who do you think if you played both of these guys, who do you think would have a who could have a bigger impact on the game, like day one? Excuse me. I would say Hunter Lipke. Like, I think he could come in and, like, be serviceable. Like, as just even as a running back, picking up the blitz, I think he could, you know, probably play, play a little tight end right now in a pinch. Um, but, like, Isaiah Land, I mean, like, being able to rush the quarterback, like, that's a special – that's a special skill. There's not a lot of guys that can do it. And so, I don't think he just – I don't think you let him go. I don't think he clears waivers if you, if you let him go. So, I'm so, holding on and, to the guys. I'm, I'm on the other side of that, Tom Tom. So I, I don't think Hunter clears waivers. I don't think he's gonna make it back. If we cut him, he's gone. He's he's definitely so. gone. Somebody somebody's gonna take a chance on it. But continue to continue. We 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 we're past the tight ends. All right, all right, all right, uh, yep. We're on the guard. The the offensive line. Offensive line. All right. So five starters, obviously Tyron Tyler, um, Tyron Tyler Smith, Tyler Biotish, uh, Zach Martin, uh, Terrence Steele. And then the four backups, I've got uh, Awesome Richards, uh, TJ Bass. They can't – you can't let him go because, I mean, Man. like that guy, he could be a starting guard. Yeah. And, I mean, next year. Like, he – I mean, it's – He's ready. He's, he's, he's ready. got it. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, he's got it. Like <laughs> Whatever we going to call it, yeah, that guy got it. You and I don't think – I think if he started right now, I mean, I think you would see a lot of mistakes. He's going to make a lot of mistakes because he's raw. But, I mean – yeah, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a good player. Um, awesome Richards. I mean, he's a fifth rounder, 
and like the learning curve at the tackle position, especially for a for you know for a third day pick in the NFL, like that's tough, right? And like we've only seen him really well. We've we've actually we've seen him go against some first teamers. Yeah, um, no, and, and he did well. I th- the, his value is that he can play multiple positions. Yep, that's right. why you keep him. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then I've got uh, Farniok. I mean, he can play. I mean, bro- so it's like it seems like we've kind of got like two guys that can play the center position, you know, behind Tyler, and that's Brock Huff, Hoffman and um, and Farniok, Farniak, and like Brock Hoffman. I mean, he looks like I don't think he's going to be in the league. Like I think he's 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 bad. He's been he's in my opinion he's been really bad. I don't think Far- Farniak is like really all that much better. But I mean I think we need to keep somebody on the roster that can play center. So God, I think he God. I think he makes it for that reason alone. Um, and then we'll let's go just because you know this is another guy that can play tackle. You need to keep him around. I think he's he's having a, he's at, he, I think he's got some kind of chronic shoulder issue that's probably not going to go away. Um, I think long-term he's probably not here and he might be, you know, they might go and, you know, sign some tackle that some, that some other team, you know, waves, um, you know, we might, or go pick up some free agent somewhere that's sitting on a couch and, um, you know, and cut, well, let's go. Like I could see that happening, but the only reason he's, the only reason I've got him on the 53 right now is because as of yet, we don't have, like, there's not really anybody else, right? Like it's pretty steep drop off from there. Yeah, it is. Um, and he can play tackle. Uh, defensive ends: Micah D-Law, Sam, uh, Dorrance, Dante Fowler, Isaiah Land. Got to hold on to him. Got to keep him. Um, defensive tackles: I've got five, so I had six defensive ends. So it's nine nine offensive linemen. So I've got I've got uh, let's see, eleven total defensive linemen. Uh, six defensive ends, five defensive tackles. Um, so yeah, Micah D-Law, Sam, Dorrance, Dante, Isaiah Land. And then the defensive tackles, Osa, Mozzie, Hankins, uh, Fajoko, and Golston. I've seen some people have on their 53s, uh, Junior Fajoko getting cut, but he's a fourth rounder. And, like, you just don't do that, right? But, like, I don't think that you can't carry four because it sounds like he just hasn't really actually played very well in camp. So I don't think they feel like they can rely on him at that spot. So, I mean, I think you got to carry a fifth defensive tackle. And, I mean, I could see it being Golston. I could see it being Gallimore. Um, I think I, I would take Gallimore over Golson, but I'm with you. Yeah. Um, linebackers, LVE, Damone, Devin Harper. And I'm listing Bell as a linebacker right now. And I'm only carrying four linebackers right now. Ooh. Um, so wait a minute. What? If I keep Jabril, I got to, I got to, like, I, who's keeping Jabril over Isaiah Lamb? Like, that's my question. Nobody. Like, why? Why? Yeah. Like, the linebacker group is just the least important group, and people, if you're getting scared, like, just move a safety up there. Like, well, they can do it. They can, I, I, do, I, it. they can do it. They can do it as well as Jabril can, I guarantee you. I, I like what you're saying. No, 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 uh, no pushback here. Yeah, so I'm going light. I'm going light at linebacker, and I'm listing Bell. You know, he's he'll be like a hybrid, like, safety linebacker. So I got three true linebackers and one hybrid in Bell. Uh, five corners, Diggs. We're gonna, I know we're gonna argue about this one. Diggs, Gilmore, Bland, Jordan Lewis, boss man fat. So, Kelvin Joseph, Nashon going bye bye. Kelvin Joseph, what I've been hearing is that 
that they're going to let C.J. Goodwin walk because they feel like that Kelvin Joseph can kind of step into that role, that he's ready to step into that role now. Um, and that that's kind of his floor at this point is to be like this kind of a special teams ace. Um, and I mean, I think he's looked – he to me, he passes the eye test like in the slot in the preseason games that I've watched. And I'm not saying, you know, like – throw him in there as he's ready to take Deron Bland's job or anything or Jordan Lewis's job or anything like that. Um, but I think he's looked good in the slot. And I think, I think it CJ Goodwin's spot. That's your guy, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if at any place I had to, I had to confidently put him in and expect him to stop the pass. I'm not listen. I would, I would, I like Nation Wright in coverage more than I like him. But you know, hey, it is what it is. This is your 53 man, so let's yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really trust either of them on the outside. Um, but I think Kelvin Joseph. I think he's. I, I mean, I've, I've said it. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. I just like he's got more upside. Um, you know, and apparently you got the special teams factor now. So, uh, yeah, I want, I want him on my 53. Uh, safeties, I got five. Uh, Curse, Dono, Malik, Izzy, and Wanye. He's making the team. Um, and then special teams, Brian Anger, Brandon Aubrey, Trent Sieg, long snapper. And that's 53. Um, guys that I'm I'm confident that Lipke, like guys that were on the bubble is like Hunter Lipke, and he'll make it. He will make it to the practice squad. Watch. Um, and uh, Josh Butler. Um, I really liked, he's got some swag out there and he does. that goes a long way for me. And I like you know, his story. It, his story just, I don't know his heart. story actually. What is it? And I'm rooting for him. Um, he, he, uh, lost both of his parents, um, okay. during at Michigan state for senior day. He, uh, brought his dogs out, you know, his dogs oh walked goodness. him out. That's his family. He was. You know, he's homeless for a little while, uh, went oh and played uh, in the CFL, played Canadian football. Um, just now got himself back right, played himself into uh, 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 a tryout with Dallas Cowboys, and, and he's here, you know. Yeah. He got an yeah. apartment, him and his dogs. And, you know, I, it's just, it, I watch his story on um, Instagram, and it just warms my heart, man. It warms my yeah. heart. You know, I watch yeah, him on TikTok, and I, I'm know. rooting for him. I hope he makes our practice squad. I, I really do. I oh, I think, I think he'll definitely. I think he'll definitely make the practice squad. Yeah, um, I think he now, was. I think he was on the the bubble. Um, you know, I think he was really on the bubble. I don't. The one thing I, I gotta say, and I, I gotta about the linebacker position, I don't like number fifty, man. He, I've seen him get ran over Harper. way too much. You know. Yeah, I mean, but who, who, who like? I mean, who, who else? I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't really like him either, but if, I mean, if that's, we can that's get how Mazi, bad that group, that's how bad our group is. If and Osa to step up, because Mozzie, Osa, and Hankins are a lot to move. You know what I mean? So if we can get that rotation strong and them, them boys are taking on double teams, if you understand anything about – Osa's not taking on double teams. Well, you know, Mozzie and Hankins. We get yeah. Mozzie to take on double teams, Mozzie and Hankins to take on double teams and keep people off of tank – and and Micah, yeah. yeah, it's trouble. It's it's trouble in paradise for every quarterback that we face, you know. Yeah. And and I feel sorry for Daniel Jones because he 
I mean, I, his tackle out there is not dependable, and, and he's gonna get beat. What was he's that? Was that like beat a lot? Was that two or three years ago? Was that two or three years ago? I don't even remember who it was. Hit him, and he got up and was. Yeah, that was the breeze. When that was the breeze that hit him. Are you serious? Breeze hit him like that. Jabril hit him and he ain't know where he was. He said, I'm Batman. You got to understand, I'm Batman. I'm at the Batcave. <laughs> you know, he was really, he was done at that point. You know what Yeah, man? I felt bad for him, man. I felt bad for him. We had a mean pass rush that year, too. Yeah, so, I mean, he's in trouble. I can just tell you, first game of the year, he's in trouble. Um, this defense is chomping at the bit. And like I said, you get Mozzie, you get Hankins taking on double teams, Osa getting through. Um, you know, you're going to have a whole bunch of congestion. And if that be the case, then what's number 50's name? I don't want to just call him a number. Devin Harper. Devin Harper. That be the case, him scraping, he will be okay. Yeah. Him scraping, he will be fine. Um, You know, Jordan is starting out on the pup list. And if Jordan starts out on the pup list. Maybe he may not. He's saying he's ready. He's saying he's ready right now. And if he starts on pump, then, I mean, that means he can't play in the first four games of the season, right? I'm like, if you've got a guy that's like, I'm healthy and I can play and you think he can, he's, you know, contributor, which he's always been, you know, then why? I don't think you put him on. I don't think he, I don't think they put him on the pup. I don't think they do. We'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. I like your 53 man roster. I, I'm just a little. I'm, I'm a little. I hold on to uh, players a little too hard, and 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 maybe that's just me. I I, I get my favorites, and, you and I want to see them make have it. You let, have you let go of Jabril, or is that still one you're holding on to? Yeah, no, I let go of Jabril. I, okay, I, I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> I overshone is quickly. It made me make. He made me just like say, okay, yeah, Jabril, right. I don't really need you. you know what yeah. Your services yeah. are no longer required here yeah. in Dallas, Texas. You know, Man, uh, but I really wanted to see what he could do in this defense this year. It's so it sucks that he got hurt. Yeah, not having Overshawn hurts. Uh, not having Stevens hurts. I, I I was looking forward to having Stevens as well. I mean, you know, um, I, yeah, when I, it just hurts his development more than anything, you know, because he just pretty much start over in a year, right? Yeah, because I mean, we're probably gonna have to wait. Like he probably wasn't gonna play much at all this season, and so now it's probably next season that he doesn't play very much. Um, so, so something yeah, I wanted to address with you and, and, you know, we're going to get ready to, you know, uh, take the show off. Uh, but something I wanted to address with you, we said we need for one of these receivers to step up and yeah. claim that wide receiver for position. Yep. How excited are you that it, it is Jalen and what do you think he gives this offense this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm normally one of these guys that kind of sits on the sideline like during the preseason and let and everybody's saying, this guy looks great. This guy's ready to, you know, make the leap this year and yada, yada, and this guy, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, it's preseason. Can we just wait until, you know, it's like Jay Tuck, you know, God love him. I love that dude. He's got some of the best content in the world. And like, he gets so excited about his dudes, you know, Somebody makes one play in training camp, and he's like, I told y'all. I told y'all. And I'm like, settle down, man. Like, come <laughs> on, brother. Uh, so, I mean, I want to wait. To, I, I, I try not to get too excited, but I feel like Jalen Tolbert has far exceeded 
whatever it was I could have hoped for him in this training camp. I mean, I somebody needs to get you know me to tap the brakes a little bit. To be honest, I feel like I'm always the one telling other people to tap the brakes. But I mean, I, I think it's possible he could be wide receiver three like halfway through the season. You know, I mean, he he he's, he looks fantastic. I mean. Gallup is Gallup can do things and Gallup has I mean he's been he's he's had 1100 yard seasons right like he's had at least an 1100 yard season um and so he has at least in the past been able to do things that Jalen Tolbert has never done and may not ever be able to do um but as far as just like who these guys are right now um I'm not expecting I'm expecting that Gallup is going to be you know, a step up from where he was last season, but I don't think he's ever going to reach those heights. Like, again, I don't think he's, I think he's like, we talked about this, like, I think he's going to be somewhere in between. And so if, if the if somewhere in between guy is the guy that, that Tolbert is competing with for wide receiver three, like, I mean, they're completely different kinds of receivers, but. But he just might get him though. I, he, I think he could get him. Like I'm, I feel very comfortable, very comfortable with him at wide receiver four. I really do. Like, I don't want to see any of these guys. Any of these guys get hurt, then obviously we're not as good. But coming into coming into camp, I said we've got a good wide receiver, starting wide receiver room, and we've definitely got a good one-two punch. But if somebody goes down, we're in big, big trouble. And I don't think we're in big, big. I don't think we're in as nearly as big a trouble as as I thought coming into camp. Um, I think he's. I'm I'm super excited for him. He looks great. He looks great. You know, Semi Fioco, um, one of my favorites still. But, yeah. and I could be wrong, but I, I think he makes it back to the practice squad. I think he makes it back. I don't think anybody, you know, takes a chance on him. Um, you know, yeah, no, I, I think if we do carry six receivers, he beats Jalen Brooks only because of blocking, what you said with Turpin. He's a better blocker, right? He's he's a better blocker than any of the the, the receivers that we have um out out outside of CD and um uh, Cooks. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. number three as far as the blocking is concerned. And, it, and it's not even close to me. You know what I yeah, mean? I, I guess when you got the backups, like you kind of want them to have their own like unique thing that they do, right? So you have different different sets and you use semi in this package, you use Turpin in this other one. And I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point because I feel like there's more overlap with what Jalen could be and what, you know, what what else that we have, you know, in the wide receiver room. Um, I think there's more overlap with him than there is with Semi. Semi, he 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 can he can do some unique things, like you're saying, like with the blocking, like with the you know, pass catching in the um um you know, uh, you know, with kind of the short passing game. Um, so here's my point on that, and this this is my last my last point, and then we can get to clothing clothing shots. Um, if you were putting these receivers up on a block, I believe Jalen Brooks would have less interest than Semi Fioco, and I think we could keep Jalen on the practice team and keep Simi on the 53. And if we needed to flip, we could do that, right? We could put one person back on the practice team 
and one person pull one person back up to the 53 right that's always an option um so i think we would win by going ahead and sloughing on brooks you know because it's not it's tape out there but not a whole bunch of tape right um not a whole bunch of tape on semi though either i don't really think i don't think there's enough concern with either of them that somebody would claim them i think you just whichever one you like okay Cut the I, other it's one. just my thought. I was, I'm thinking, I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. That if it's a consideration game, that you have to make. Yeah, if we're playing a game and I'm thinking like a GM, who's more likely to be picked up? You, yep. Uh, it's like, I'm going to keep the, the person that's more likely to be picked up. And you're right. Jalen Brooks is way better at receiver. Like, if we're just talking about catching the ball, getting open, I'm going with Jalen Brooks, right? But if we're talking about, the sets that you we need a wide receiver to block, that's it, right? He's a big guy. He's fast. He's gonna get to his block. He can do that, you know. Um, yeah, so, and having, having and having two more controllable years, you know. I mean, I don't think any. I don't think either. I don't think Simi is like if we keep him, he's gonna go out and have some monster year where we have to pay him a bunch of money. And if he did have a monster year that where we had to pay him a bunch, then great. But like, Simi goes out and has a great year. Well then, you're gonna have to turn right around and pay him, right? And Jalen Brooks has a great year. Well, you still got two two more years of at least of yeah. you know him playing for uh, for cheap. So, I mean, all other things being equal, I, w- I want a guy who's younger and you know cheaper, more controllable. I like um, it. I like so, it. Um, that's my dude. Parting shots, man. Talk to me. What's your parting shot? We have a tough schedule. We have a really tough schedule. I keep wanting to say, I, I keep wanting to kind of pie in the sky. And like, this is, if, if we're reasonably healthy, it's going to be a really tough offense to stop. It's going to be a really hard defense to score on. And you put those two things together. It's really, I think I saw somebody had their over under win total at like nine and a half. I don't, I don't know if it was Vegas. I don't think it was Vegas. It's somebody online. You know, had it at nine and a half, and I just thought, like, it feels like you're just banking, you're just banking on them to just be decimated with injuries. Um, but again, the schedule is tough. I think I'm gonna say we're 12 win team again. Um, I think that we're better than we were last season. I do. I think we're better, and I think there's less holes. There, I think there's less weaknesses to be exploited and so it makes me much more comfortable going into a playoff game saying you know i think that the defense is just as good if maybe not a little bit better than it was last season and you know we for, we played the 49ers and they had an offense that we you know we, we weren't supposed to be able to stop right even with the defense that we had everyone was telling us about all these weapons that they have oh they got McCaffrey and Brock Purdy's playing like a pro bowler and uh, Brandon Ayuk, you know, and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. And, like, you can't – you can maybe stop one or two of them, but you can't stop all of them. And pretty much none of those guys had – had a, none of those guys had a big game. I think Kittle had one, like, no, big catch. The little like, lucky that was, catch that should have never been a that catch. Was, that was literally it. Yeah, it, it should have never been a catch because there was a penalty on the play. But, you know, go ahead. And so, so, if, so if that's the defense, like, if that – even if you just said that's the – that's, that's going to be the quality – of the defense that we put out this season, then like nobody really scares you. Like you're not really worried about some offense running you off the field. Right. Um, and 
but we but we had like we had weaknesses right like on the offensive side of the ball like we had we didn't have enough wide receivers that could get open um and i expect i don't think that's gonna i think we can put up another an extra seven points in a playoff game like i don't think we're gonna score 35 40 points a game in the regular season because you just don't have to do that but i think I think it's going to be hard to, you know, hold us under 20 points. Like for even a really good defense to hold us under, you know, 20, 23, 24 points. I think that's going to be really hard to do in a playoff game. And so, but I do think that our schedule is harder than it was last season. So I'm going to put us a win in the same same number of games, 12 games. I can see us winning 13 games. I can see us winning 11. Um, but I'm going to say 12 and 5. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and make my make my win total pick I like it you know uh just just to kind of amen it we didn't even talk about it uh my floor 12 and 5 my my ceiling is uh uh 13 and 4 um maybe 14 and 3 this here's here's the thing it's not pie in the sky you know there's a reason why I say this here's one of the reasons why I'm saying it um Dak Prescott was able to call plays in the preseason game, yes, preseason, right? But it shows that somebody has a, a a handle of this offense, right? That's what it shows me. Somebody has a handle of the offense, and also it gave McCarthy the opportunity to see what Dak would call or where his mind is in short situations, in long situations. You know, he's seeing where his mind is. So. I think you you get an opportunity for the play caller and the coach to be on the same the, the same wavelength moving forward. Here's yep. the other here's the other piece. Here's the other piece of why I say what I say. You kind of hit it. Um, the defense is an 18 point a game defense this season. You're not scoring over 18 points on that defense if we're healthy. We're healthy and boring injury. 18 points a game is going to be hard to get. I mean, hard. But that offense will score 26 points a game. That's a 26 point a game. So defensively, we have to give up 28 for a team to beat us. I don't see that happening too many times, right? I don't see it happening. Um, So in my mind, I, I think this is the better team, the best team that we've had in a long time. Dak was eight and eight, eight and eight. 4,900 some odd yards at eight and eight. And a lot of the game, I went back through the games and I remember those games in my head. We lost because the defense gave it up in the fourth quarter. If you remember this, if you remember that season, we were winning all the way to the fourth quarter and the defense would give it up in the fourth quarter. Don't remember. We don't that. have that type of defense. Yeah. We oh, don't man. have that. Well, we're getting off the field in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. Right? So, you're going to have Dak having those type of weapons that he threw for 4,900. He has those type of weapons, right? And then you're having a defense who can actually stop somebody. So it's a cocktail that's brewing, and I think it's a great thing. I can see on your face you got something else. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just going to say, like, I think this is a this is a defense that is designed to – I mean, like, they're, they're, they're going to be effective regardless of what the score is. But it's a defense that's designed to basically be impossible to beat if they've got a lead, right? It's a defense that you do not want to you do not want to play from behind against this team, right? Because if you're behind, 
you got to throw the ball. You have to throw the ball. And if that defense knows that you have to throw the ball, you are in big, big trouble. You are in big, big trouble. And we saw that all last season. That's why That's why we had those, you know, when it rains, it pours, you know, games. That's why the, the Vikings game, right? It's like they go, you know, did they go on the road and beat the Bills, you know, the week before that? Was that a road game that they win? Yeah. They go into Buffalo and win, yeah. I think. And – you know, and then we just run them off the field. And the, it's like, you know, we, we got a one-score lead. We got a two-score lead. And then the floodgates open up. It's over once you get to that point. Because then Micah, he's not thinking run at all. Nobody up there is thinking run. And Sam it's, is not none thinking of them, run. None, we, we got Morris four guys. is not thinking run. Hankins hey. isn't in the game anymore. You know right. what I mean? Hankins isn't playing anymore. It's, it's just four dudes out there that are coming to get you. Right. And, and so I think that, I think this is, I think, I think we, I think we're going to score more points than we did last season, to be honest. Like, I feel like you're sandbagging a little bit with the 26 points game. Like, I think we're going to score more points. I think we're going to, you know, play with more leads. I think, I think there's going to be some games where we just run some teams off the field. I really do. But we've got some tough road games, man. We, I think go to Buffalo, we go to San Francisco. Obviously, we go to Philadelphia. Um, and I, I feel like there's one or two more on the schedule that are like I think yeah, yeah. we go to, we go to we go we play the Chargers on the road too yeah I we, think. and we go to the Jets too yeah I mean like those are gonna be some tough tough road games man um but I don't think there's gonna be many games that we're not favored I'm not talking about those those games but I mean we're gonna be favored pretty much every game we play yeah uh, definitely well you guys we like to thank you guys for rocking with us make sure that you take the time to like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube um, so that when we go live, you'll definitely get those uh, notifications. I mean, you know, I love what we're doing here and on the FFSEN network. You know, I love when we have uh, Tom here. His perspective is great. Um, and for, for myself and for him, we just like to say thank you guys for watching. We'll holla at you guys later. Peace.